Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, everybody. Hey, Welcome guys. Welcome to Two in the Think Tank. I'm Alistair Tremblay Birchall. I'm Andy is, Matthews. This is Andy Matthews right here, and we're going to be uh, coming up with five sketch ideas for you. For you. It'll uh, be for you that way. we're doing this. Uh, we, yeah. In the morning. No, there's nothing or in the selfish. Evening. There's nothing selfish about what we're doing right here. This oh, is all no, for no. you that we do it. No, no, no. This is like a soup van. A soup van. Yeah. Of ideas. Oh, uh, soup van mm. people. No, no, no. They're they're doing it also for themselves because it feels good to know that, that you're helping the people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really selfish. I mean. Selfish if, is a soup van. No, but if helping people didn't feel good, do you think people would do it? <laughs> if, if helping people felt really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'd help you, but, you know. Don't want to feel bad. Yeah, I don't want to feel bad. <laughs> Actually, that's probably one of the reasons why I don't help people. <laughs> <laughs> because helping people feels bad. Yeah, well, it feels like you're not just doing what you want to do. Yeah. I'd help you, but um, I don't want to. Yeah, I'd help and you. And so but if I did, yeah. it'd probably feel bad. It would, yeah. And you don't want me to feel bad, do you? Because then both of us will feel bad. Yeah. I assuming that you feel bad. Uh, needing help feels bad. I'm, I'm, I mean, unless it feels really good, then I don't want to help you because I don't want to and also because I don't want you to feel worse than you already feel now. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that. But they might, being helped might by feel them good. might feel good. Like them being helped might feel good. They might enjoy it. But you know when you. But go then that's a little bit perverse, isn't it? Like you don't yeah, want them to enjoy it too much. Deriving pleasure from it. Yeah, and but you know how like uh, when you walk past a, a soup van or a food van or something like that. Yes. Right, and you see there's people there. There's often a bunch of people there, mm. but there's not that many people there. You know what I mean? Like if it felt really good, don't you think like just endless amounts of people would just like wave after wave of people would just be coming in Helping? to feel good? Not to feel good. Uh, no, not not helping but to receive receive soup yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's that would be what happened you know there's those um there's those uh burger vans and stuff that are around the place now yeah Yeah. i know that's taking a model yeah based around helping the homeless but you charge 15 dollars for now where you're charging not many things go that way do they they go from being something they use to help the homeless to uh, you know, think that you think that there'll be like blank blanket vans. Yeah, where you can go around and like hipsters can go up and they can like rent a blanket. Yeah, or or, or they can go up and they can buy some bedware. Bedware. Yeah, yeah. instead of mobile bedware. Go uh, get you know just a, one of those mobile like a, a, some sort of health van. Yeah. You know, and they'll park it next to a park. Yeah. And everyone can go up and get like tests and get their eyes checked and stuff. Yeah. Well, then it'll be mobile. Uh, that what's going to be influenced from that? It'll be uh, cosmic surgery. Cosmetic surgery. Cos- yeah. No, cosmic surgery. Sorry. Cosmic. Yeah. Yeah. That's surgery. You, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's when you uh, facelift, space lift, space lift. Oh. Uh, also, uh, sort of like ring tightening. Yeah, the rings around <laughs> Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. Tighten those right. Tighten up. those. Yeah, they're a bit rings. loose at the moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is ring tightening, is that an existing... That's Yeah, that's an existing uh, uh, cosmetic, cosmetic surgery. surgery. Yeah. Procedure. I mean, if you've got a loose ring, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, sort of like, you know, like around your eye, like your eye ring. Yeah. And also, if you've got a make- makeup stick shoved up your nose. Makeup. That's cosmetic. Like, and they cut that out. That's cosmetics. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, that is. That's cosmetics surgery. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, that's actually a slightly different thing. Yeah. So, I welcome hate it when I make something into a pun. Do you? Yeah. Andy, if that was true, you would stop. Because, <laughs> eh? look, what do you what do you hate? You hate... You hate having shit on your hands, so you don't do that. Is I that, stopped doing that. You stopped doing that <laughs> yeah. when you discovered. And that was really early on. Like, you barely were conscious when you stopped doing that. Yeah, barely. Barely, yeah. Mm. Were you about to make a bear pun no. just then? Did you just no. stop yourself? No. Maybe you do hate it. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm learning. Yeah. Maybe I'm reaching a new level of consciousness. Maybe everything is just about att- attaining higher and higher levels of consciousness, which are about, you know... Metaphorically speaking, higher and higher levels of not having shit on your hands. I just yeah. don't want puns all over my personality. Yeah, but you do. My social presence. No, but you do. <sighs> so, yeah. Anyway, it's really good to be here. Um, I'm uh, opening a new store soon. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm what gonna, are you going to open? Oh, it's going to be... Uh, I hear DVDs are really big at the moment. So. They're not that big. They're about four inches. There you go. Was that a pun? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, oh, do you think opening a DVD- mini discs are big at the moment? No. Oh. Well, laser bi- discs are big at the moment. But the thing, the thing with mini discs is that they were big compared to. Like, yeah, and laser discs, which were big, were never big. Yeah, but mini discs were big compared to what they were before they were e- existed. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, that wasn't really that good a conclusion to that. Mini discs yeah. came into existence from nothing, right? Yeah. Mini discs didn't exist, mm-hmm. and then they existed. Yeah. Much like the universe. Huh. Do you think? Do you think it was a quantum fluctuation that caused them? Could have. Could have been a fl- some sort of a ripple in the quantum nature I mean, of nothing. It'd be great if there were some products that came out through like corporations they, that created them, and others came out through quantum fluctuations. It just popped into existence. Yeah. I mean, there's oh, that never happens, or does it? Like the uni- pretty rare. No, but like that the unit. Well, actually, well, you know, then there's stuff like. When was the last time the universe built a product? Yeah, like people talk about infinity and the fact that like things could just will happen. Blah blah yeah, blah. Because of like, the be- nature of infinity, but and probability and. So but on also so forth. because of the nature of infinity, like or, or of just really big numbers that aren't infinite, the chances are is that those things won't happen. Because they'll just be really rare. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, big numbers that are... that are. What you're saying is that infinity is big. Infinity is big, but... Not as big as mini-discs. No, no, no. Infinity is big, but infinity means that every possibility of everything will happen. Right? Yeah. But uh, just a really big number that isn't infinite, but let's say it's like... A million trillion. Yep. Right. It's pretty big. Yeah. Um, Good example. There would still be a lot of things that would happen. Let's say a million trillion things happened. Right? Yep. There'd still be a lot of things that happened, but they could still, each individual thing could still be unique. Yeah. And not none of them would be the be spontaneous be generation of mini discs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> from the universe, like just from a quantum fluctuation. Yeah. Yeah. But if but if infinity existed, which I don't think it does, it would be good if infinity was just a bit smaller. Like if infinity was was sort of more achievable. Yeah. You know, if infinity instead of being infinity, if infinity yeah. was like seven. Yeah. Right. That'd be then, great. Then, 
all sorts of crazy shit would be happening all the time because yeah. seven's quite an achievable number. Yeah, but as as it stands at the moment, yes, under the current system, yeah, uh, it's difficult to infinity achieve. remains large. Yeah, but you know, over time, a lot and of things do large. wind up being smaller. Would you say that infinity is at large? At large, yeah. Was that a pun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, but it's a weird one. Oh, I got a pun on me. That's that's from like your poo thing before, where you got a poo on you. Oh, you got a bit of pun on your forehead. Yeah, how did um, it get there? Oh, infinity's at large currently. Stepped in a pun. We thought we were getting closer to it, and then when we got there, it remains at large. Yeah, it still remains at large. Um, anyone seeing infinity is warned not to approach it, as it will take you a long time. <laughs> <laughs> as Let's be honest, you're not, you're not going to get there. You're not. <laughs> this is some sort of abstract concept version of um, Crime Watch. I got the biggest chunk of wax out of my ear today. What I thought, I like, because I touched my ear and I felt something move in there. Like, yeah. And I went, and because I was eating something that had uh, quinoa in it, I went, great, I just put some fucking quinoa <laughs> in my ear. Right? And I was like, and I, and I was ready to tweet it. I was ready to tweet it. I just put some quinoa in my ear. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because cause that's a thing, a funny thing that happens. Yeah, right? yeah. But then I was like, wait a second. No, no, that feels bigger. And I, was, I felt on the, it, on the, on the edge. And, and recently, like like about a month and a half ago, the same chunk I'd felt there. And then I tried to like get a Q-tip or something like that to like, I thought I could just go under and scoop it back. Yeah. Right? And I just pushed it in and then it took a month and a half for it to resurface near the near the edge. Yeah. And I was shaking my head <laughs> side to side like like... Just hope, hopefully, like it was gonna fling it towards the edge, yeah. and I was like, I'm not gonna lose it. And then I used some tweezers, and I got it out, and it was probably the size of the end of my, <laughs> like the finger. tip of my pinky finger. You're kidding? Yeah, That's and it was, amazing. and it was a dark. Can wax. you draw it like the size of it for me using uh, a pen? Yeah, it was probably like like this. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, like what we're talking here is like the size of like a, a healthy blowfly. Yeah, healthy blowfly, maybe like a like a you know maybe a kidney bean, maybe like a like a slightly it's small. Not, it's kidney not a kidney bean. bean. No, it's an Would unhealthy you? kidney bean. Yeah, okay, it's like a wrinkled up kidney bean. That's a that's a reduced function kidney bean. Do you think it could be maybe okay? It's like maybe about four four brown lentils put together. <laughs> three brown lentils. Three brown lentils. Yep. I'll give no, you but, three brown lentils. No, but I mean, like I'm talking brown about. Brown lentils are big. I know, but I'm talking about like if you stand them up so that they're. Uh, top, you know, like the 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 the, the wideness standing vertical, yeah. Right? And then you put them together like that; they could form that. I think. Yeah. Okay. If we're picturing a three because because it, it also had yeah it was three dimensional. No, I, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pull out no two dimensional <laughs> wax out of this old uh, hearing hole that I got here on the side of my head. No flat wax. Like, yeah, no flat wax. I'm not flat waxing. No. Yeah, I'm not that guy. Hold flat wax over there. I'm never gonna be that guy. <laughs> flat wax. Um, yeah, so everyone, that's that's an accurate assessment of the size of Al's waxy deposit. Yeah, well, it wasn't a po- it was an extraction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wax. I <laughs> have, yeah. okay, this is going to get a bit gross, Yeah. but, it, like, I get quite a bit of earwax. Yeah. And I feel pieces of earwax dropping, like falling in my ear. Wow. So something about the structure of my ear... They must go round and then like go up to the top. So what you think? And then they drop, and I feel them go, and then I can go in there and I can pull them out. Like they do, they drop out. Like but you think that they climb like little ear shits. Yeah, 
But I mean, I don't think they climb up. I think maybe they just build up on the top. Maybe. Where does maybe the wax come from? Is it just like does your you know how your body emits oils? I guess. Yeah. I guess is that all oils. that is? It's just yeah, oils. Yeah, but also I reckon your ears, that oil and stuff. That's all about like c- catching bits of dust and crap, so that that stuff doesn't build up in your ear, and then they can like that it bunches it bundles it together into a little bundle, and then like the cilla or the little ear, little hairs in your ear sort of work in such a way as to push that out because you know you've got to have yeah. ways of getting that stuff out. Otherwise, just dust will build up in our ears. And doused. Doused. Is that, is that an old French writer? I oh, know I'm thinking yeah. of Voltaire. <laughs> no, no. What's what's that guy who's got a name a bit like that? Proust. Proust. No, it's another guy. It's pronounced. Another guy. Faust. Faust. Yeah. Faust. Yeah. What did he do? I don't know if he was an actual writer. I there was a uh, there was a like a musical or something called Faust, and yeah. it was about a guy who went to hell or something like that. Oh, well, that's sad. I don't actually know the details. No, but imagine if you went to hell. Oh, no. It'd just be so depressing. It'd be a real tragedy. Yeah. How about all those people who are like, I want to go to hell because that's where all the good musicians are or whatever. Yeah. But they, like, they wouldn't even I don't have any instruments. I don't think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've, you've really understood the concept of hell. Like, that's where all the fun is. Yeah. And uh, no. Yeah. Like, like if, if it was to be real... Like and you were burning all the time. Do you know how, how much it sucks to burn? Yeah. Ah, it's the worst. But also, you don't think God would be like, ah, oh, I tried to make heaven great, but I sent all the fun guys to hell, and now they're having a great time. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I fucked that one up. Oh, big. That was a big. I just have to hang out with all these lame Christians in yeah. eternal bliss. Life is just about making yourself feel superior to other people, isn't it? Yeah. Ugh, it's awful. Yeah. You just can't escape it. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be can. great? Wouldn't it be great if you could just, if you could just like you make the goal of your life to feel inferior to other people, and like you know instead of like always like trying to figure you know like when you look at somebody you go for what reason am I better than that guy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, does everybody do that? I think that's what everybody. Yeah, does, yeah, yeah. Right? I do that all the time. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, right now. But like. And but you know how sometimes you go like, well, what way am I? Wait, what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Like, I heard you whispering. He's got no idea what I'm talking about. I've got the headphones on. I can hear what you're saying <laughs> really clearly. I have a huge idea of what you're talking about. Yeah. Summarize it for me. All right. In summary, you're just basically saying that you're <laughs> judging me, and you think that you're better than me. Anyway. Oh, Al, that sounds paranoid. I think you're being paranoid. Maybe I am being paranoid. Mm. Imagine if I was paranoid. Ah, oh, I used to be. <laughs> I wonder why I'm not paranoid anymore. I wonder if someone... I hope it's not something's wrong with some me. Some sort of conspiracy. Um, but you know, like... Because you know, sometimes you also try to be inferior to people because that makes you better than them. Mm. You go, oh, well, that rich person, you know, I may not have all that money, but I got character. Yeah. Right? So therefore, I'm I got better. all this character. Yeah, because these people... They had no opportunities to build any character mm. or a sense of humor. Yeah. Anyway, but you use that inferiority to sort of make yourself better than them. I want to have, in, like, I want a goal in life where you just try to make yourself inferior and it's not to be better. It's just to be, like, mm. basically the opposite of the sketch that the, the, um. Is it humble? Being humble? Being the most humble. The humblest? Maybe the most meek. 
the meekest. meekest. <laughs> yeah. The meekest man. I meant if, like, if the... If the I think me- that's, maybe that's something to do with, like, you know, Buddhism and ascetism and, like, you know, shunning of worldly goods and those kinds of ideas, like, you know, getting yeah. rid of all the... Uh, or you could do it, because just in case the meek do inherit the earth... Ka-ching. And so you go, yeah, cash in. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a, sort of like a gold digger thing, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But you're digging down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're digging gold down. diggers. They always dig up. No, yeah. no, no. Down. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Keep going down. Yeah. Keep down, down. And so just sleep your way to the bottom. Just putting yourself. That's where the gold is. But what's what's the like to become meek? Do you have to just be in a bad situation, or do you also have to be like? You have to be quite shit and like inca- incapable of anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you have to be shit. Yeah, I think so. Like, no, I don't think meek's got any. Being meek has got anything to do with incapability. Really? Yeah. Why? Like, I don't think when Jesus said the meek shall inherit the earth, I don't think he was saying, you know, all the fucking losers who can't get shit done, who just cannot pull themselves together. Those guys are going to be running this joint. It's no, going to suck. No, but like, I imagine it's like people who are like in a cafe and they're like, oh, I want some water, but they will never go and ask for water because they're just afraid to ask. And they're like, oh, never mind. No, it's fine. I just won't have any. Like, I imagine those are the people who are going to inherit the earth. <laughs> <laughs> There's the real meek. Like, they're just not even capable. Well, I think then that's going to be like when, you know, some dodgy son inherits a company and then it just sort of goes to shit. Yeah, well, exactly. That's... Which is <laughs> so? Was Jesus worried about this? Yeah, I don't know, but guys, I don't, uh, we've got to sort something out. The, at, at this rate, the meek are going to inherit the earth, and uh, I've seen those guys, and they can't even get a glass of water. Well, between them. Well, that's you know, look, but maybe that's the point because the people who are capable, they take advantage of the earth and of other people, like the meek, right? And then they ruin the planet by polluting it and and I destroying think me- it and stuff like that. Meek people don't take advantage of people. I think you're right about that. But I don't think that getting a glass of water in a cafe counts as taking advantage of people. I think the meek are probably just sort of slightly self... They're just self-contained. You know, they don't make demands. We're all (laughs) self-contained. You're right. Unless you've had some sort of abdominal wound. Yeah. (laughs) Then you might not be very self-contained. No. Once you get your hair cut, maybe, that's... Yeah, you know, there's parts of yourself on the ground. It's just <laughs> difficult to know how to feel. You should eat those. Yeah, to just to recontain yourself. Mm. Get a grip. I can barely contain myself. Yeah, that joke being done. Um, it like sounds like something that being Tim Vine... disemboweled, and they'll be like, "I can barely contain myself." Yeah. Are you enjoying this? Am I enjoying this? I can barely contain myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Is it's hardly his. It's hardly his fault, though. Maybe if somebody's gutting themselves. Do you realise that at the moment, Alistair, both of us are emboweled? We're completely emboweled. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's pretty much always on my mind. Yeah? Your yeah. state of embowelment? Yeah. I'm definitely like a, an, an emboweler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disembowelment. Uh. An emboweling? Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't imagine what that is, but yeah, it doesn't sound good, does it? Yeah, an emboweling, but it's a fun word. Man, we haven't got a single sketch idea yet. No, but we've had some fun. Yeah, def- definitely some fun. It's a jolly conversation. Yeah, it's jolly. Yeah, jolly. Like Santa Claus. Yeah, a right jolly old elf. I hope Santa Claus, if he was to exist, that he was a really good conversationalist. Do you think yeah. that Santa Claus is like bees, 
right? Yeah, where definitely. There, do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> no. Okay. So Santa is referred to as a right jolly old elf, yeah. right? But he also has elves working for him. Mm-hmm. But all those little elves, okay, are just little little guys, right? Yeah. Okay. But Santa's this big, fat, beardy, jolly old king of the elves, yeah. right? So do you think that when Santa dies, the other elves pick one of the elves, and then they just feed him lots of whiskey and uh, biscuits. Yeah, and royal then he jelly. grows. Yeah, royal the the elf equivalent of royal jelly. Yeah, and he grows to be the next Santa Claus. Well, I mean, like a it, queen. Yeah, be. I think so. I definitely right. think so. Um, maybe that could be our first sketch. Okay, where <laughs> Santa Claus dies, and then they the, they go yeah. they go and they find all the elf larvae. Yeah, and they just start feeding and one. Yeah, and they feed a bunch of them. I think. This is oh. how it works with bees. I think they feed a bunch of them. And then they let them fight? I think something? they battle it out, yeah. Really? And the one that that wins and eats all the others and shit ends up becoming Santa Claus. That's really... Yeah, that's pretty... It's pretty gruesome, but I reckon that's a sketch. Yeah, I mean... It could be a series of challenges or something like, like that instead. No, I think that they fight just a really brutal... Yeah. Yeah. It's from the cable guy. Oh, really? It's also from Star Trek. Yeah. Um, can you write that down? All right. It's first one. Yeah, Santa Claus is a is like a queen bee. Santa Claus. I mean, it's that's. It's Does. almost what happens in the movie, the Santa Claus, Comes. in that he transforms into Santa. But this is just a more sort of. But this is that they're intense. all the same. This is that they're all the same kind of creature. Mm, yeah. And then, but the one was just fed differently. Yeah. Um, you could almost have David Attenborough narrating it if you wanted. I mean, and if you could get a hold of his management, and if he wasn't busy or dead. Oh, I hope he's not dead yet. Yeah. Hope he won't be dead when we make this. Do you think that when David Attenborough dies, uh, all the other nature presenters will get together and they'll feed a nature presenter lava on mm-hmm. just um, on just a lot? They'll take it on lots of travel and stuff, and they'll take take it to Bhutan, and uh, slowly it will grow into becoming the next David Attenborough. I think so. I'm. I'm I didn't hear what you were saying because I was writing this yeah. down. Yeah, I was just repeating basically yeah. the, oh, uh, good. the Santa Claus concept, yeah. but with David Attenborough instead David of Santa Attenborough Claus. David Attenborough instead of Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean David Attenborough is not that far from Santa Claus. Anyway. He's not actually. I mean, he could. Um, what's that movie that's good? like? It's like the opposite of Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's like a um, miracle. Daydream on Ash Road. Ashburton Avenue? No, I think it's I think it's um like Miracle, Miracle on Eighty Second yeah, Street yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Which I on think the is corner the, of Main and Fifth. I think I think that's the opposite of Nightmare on Elf, Elm Street, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Like like I wouldn't be surprised if the Cohen brothers took those two movies and they made them they they buddied them up in a in a new film of yeah, theirs. Because they're just the opposite. They're just opposites. What the Cohen brothers do. Yeah. No, they're they're very clever. Do you think that's the nature of the relationship of the Coen brothers? Do you think that one, like they're, they're complete opposites? Do you think one... Like one's just Bizarro Joel yeah. and the other one's just Joel? Yeah. 
Is it Do you think you Nathan? could make a movie about the Coen brothers yeah. where they're both just complete opposites yeah. and they have to go on some kind of adventure, yeah. possibly making a film? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. And then along the way they have a a little bit of a psychedelic experience. Yep, of some kind, and some sort of trip. And then uh, Javier Bardem is there and oh, they no. have to... Um, not get killed by him. Yeah, well, they have to do, not get their film project shut down by him. He's a studio executive. By the no, not get their studio their 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 film shut down by the, by the concept that he doesn't speak any English and that he's just going to learn <laughs> all, the, all the words phonetically. phonetically. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Is that what they actually did with him? No, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Either way, he. That was probably the best role he's ever going to play, and uh, yeah, his uh, his career's peaked, and now he can just be a heartthrob. Mm. I don't like that a the heart word heartthrob has the word throb <laughs> in it because when I hear heartthrob, I'm straight away start thinking of dick throb. There's one there's one part of the human anatomy that has really owned the concept of, of throbbing. throbbing, and it's not the temple. It's not yeah. That's not the way. Is, te- is there a temple throbbing, throb? Throbbing temples. So you got, you know, got a throbbing headache or something. Yeah. yeah. Got a throbbing temple. Oh, man. I've got a throbber right now. <laughs> a throbber. I've got my throb on. Get, get oh, your, boy. Oh, mate. I've got to get I have a, got a throbber. <laughs> I've got to get a throb off. Oh, got Can a, you just throb me off? I've got a, I got a rub, rub a throb. <laughs> I don't know I'm going to go throb a bank. <laughs> I don't think that makes any sense. It's where you go into a bank jerking off. Yeah. No, you threaten to no, you make just, a deposit. No, you keep filling up the bank with blood until you feel a, a pulse in it. Is that what throbbing is? Like, that's what I picture. Is that, is that it's, but it's that sort of... <clears throat> yeah, but it's <clears throat> like... Oh, my God. It's just... I'm just anyway, it's like a giant dig with a s- sound system and it's somebody playing techno. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, so that's not a sketch. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know. Throbbing beat. Throbbing. Uh, anyway, but like the Coen brothers. Oh, there's a. There's a. There's, there's a powerhouse of creativity, right? Ooh. They just never stop. Yeah. I mean, I bet you when they get tired of writing, they just keep writing. <laughs> oh, I'm sick of writing. You know what you need? More writing. Tell you what, have. It, just write it off. Yeah. Just, just go for a write around the block. Yeah, have a cup of write. Yeah, have a here, some bacon while you write. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't nothing. Okay. That was terrible. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Um. Yep. So we're one sketch in today. One sketch in today. Just one sketch in today. We have got Santa Claus, okay. and he dies, and then he's replaced. <laughs> By feeding the up. same way that a queen bee is replaced using elf larva, I think yeah. that that sketch would have to be done without casting little people as elves. I think for, for elves have been have been cast as uh, little little people for long enough. But I mean, the kind of the concept is that they, like they have to be sort of little in oh, some. Oh, right. well, Could we ju- could we just use children? Stitch. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be fine. I mean, look, it's not that I want to take jobs away from little people. It's just it's that just that I want to give Im- jobs to children. Yeah, some sort of sweatshop. It's just like I want, I want little people to just get regular roles. Yeah, and stop just getting all the elf work. I mean, like it's great to get work with the elves, but I don't want that to be their, you know, their whole career. 
and so that's children. That's so kind of you. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm do a you big, feel good? Uh, no, it actually feels awful, and that's why I'm never going to do it. <laughs> never going to do this again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried it once, and I didn't like it, and I didn't go back. Yeah. I didn't inhale. Hmm. Whales are big, aren't they? Oh man, just twenty-five elephants can fit inside a blue one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then you could park a Volkswagen Beetle in the in the uh, in the aorta of a blue whale or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. That's ridiculous. They probably wouldn't even think that you could that humans could hurt them. They probably wouldn't have even considered it that we could that we were a threat to them. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe the, maybe gigantic ships in the water, they probably think that those are threats to them. But, like, they must not be afraid of very much. Well, I think a blue whale has probably evolved not to have a concept of fear. Hmm. Do you think? Maybe. Like, what would be the point? Well, I don't know. I probably, they, they're mammals, so they probably just have that built into them. You think mammals fear? Yeah, the natural state for a mammal. Insects is don't infinite. fear, do they? I don't. Th- uh, I don't know. I think ants run around like they're afraid. <laughs> like you know, and then when you like you bang your finger near them sometimes, and and they like they go into hyperdrive, and they oh, like you yeah. see that they change state, and so I think they do fear. I don't think they 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 might have a full concept of what's happening, but they know danger is there. And if some you know the answer to qu- whether or not the question of whether or not ants fear, please uh, write it down. Uh, put it in an envelope and mail it to maybe your grandmother or something. You probably yeah. haven't spoken to her for the a while. The question is, do ants and love? Whether or not they, you know, she'll be happy to receive a letter from you, no matter what it contains. She'll just, just be happy to know. Like, even if it does just contain information about whether or not ants... Uh, she'll be baffled, yeah. and it'll probably speed her descent into um, into mm. dementia, mm. Um, that her children is writing to her about the emotions of insects. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but look, but but then again, how often do you write to her anyway? Yeah, she'll yeah. just be nice. It'll be nice for her to just receive anything, anything at all, because you know you're neglecting her. You're too you're too connected to the internet. Wipe a piece of paper on your ass and mail just it to your grand. Just mail it to your grand. She'll she'll be she'll be glad. She'll be yeah. You know yeah. Say ah, oh. <gasps> here's a business. Here's a business yep. idea, right? Okay. Writing to grands. Yeah, it's like okay, you just sign oh up. Oh my god, five dollars a month. Yep. Okay, and people will just. Hand write a letter to your grandmother for you. Do we need any personal information? Can we do it based on your Facebook or something? Yeah. We just scan your Facebook. Yeah. Computer generates something based on a couple of like keyword selections mm-hmm. of your Facebook stuff. Then we have someone hand write it, put it in an envelope. We send it five bucks we, a month. We print out a couple of uh, photos from your Facebook mm-hmm. onto uh, onto like old photo paper. Yeah. Old Get some of them paper. done as uh, we're Polaroids. Gonna, well, now we're going to have to increase the monthly price. It's probably ten dollars a month. Okay, it's ten dollars a month, but still, I mean, that's amazing. Mm. Hundred and twenty bucks a year, mm-hmm. and your gran. Your gran is so happy. She thinks you care. Yeah, she thinks you care, and she doesn't know how to use technology. She'll never find out about this product. She doesn't know anything. Your grandmother is stupid, <laughs> but we won't write that in the letter, and we don't actually think because that we're here. professionals. Yeah, and we care. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so. Uh, Look, I think there's a sketch in that. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. I mean, there's also a business plan in that. Yeah, which is good. Those yeah. are the best sketches. Yeah. So um, the best sketches are the ones that can then be turned into a successful business. Okay. Oh, I bet look, there are spam restaurants in um, the UK based around that Monty Python sketch about spam. About spam? Mm. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, sketch. it's a restaurant that everything's sold with spam. Oh. Spam, 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 spam. That one. 
Um, and I that's just... where the word spam, as in spam emails, originates from, apparently. And spam emails are a very good business idea. Yeah, well... Um, spam your grand, that's what it'll be spam called. Spam your grand. Spam a grand. Your grand. Yeah. Um, but maybe the idea can come, like... So then, I mean, could there be a conflict in this sketch where, you know, some uh, Nan receives a letter... And then she writes, uh, she calls up her her grandson, and yep. then and he's like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" And he I think we'd also we'd we'd also send you an email copy of whatever we sent to your grand. Yeah, okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, so the businesses can work around. I mean, this is a scarily good business idea, isn't oh, it? I mean, it's horrible God. how. How good it is. Yeah. I mean, just outsourcing your, like, fa- familial We could get all this done in India. Eh? Oh. You could all get done all overseas. Oh, my God. We're just... what? Are we, yeah, we're in the right... We're doing the right thing here. We've just... What have we created? No, this is great. I hope... I'm just hoping that nobody gets on this before we do. I hope nobody listens to this podcast. Yeah. Oh. Do our great idea. Cool. Spam your grand. Spam <laughs> 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 your grand just keeps getting so many letters that she doesn't have time to even write back. I reckon she could write back as well. Oh yeah. And yeah. then and then and then we post her replies on your Facebook page. Um or, or so you don't even have to check the mail. No, no, no. We'll just get it to send it back to you. I don't know. I don't think people are going to want that. No, people like receiving mail. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people like receiving mail. They're like, "Oh, where'd the mail go? Yeah. I wish somebody would write me a handwritten letter. I, I wish someone would spam my grand so yeah. that I could receive mail back from oh, her without having perfect. to do anything. This is perfect. Just put up my self-indulgent Facebook just posts. don't tell your parents about it because your parents are just going to tell your nan and devalue it. Yeah. And it's just going to be awful. But you're just trying to bring a little bit of joy <laughs> into a, a... And for $120 into, a year. Yeah, into a person who's just secluded themselves into their house they leave they go to the church they talk to the to the you know the minister that's all they do the prime minister they, yeah they they buy mush oh, that's what i think old life is going to be like <laughs> just buying mush you don't care about like uh, okay sorry i got to not think about yeah but no look that's 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 a good that's a good thing that's too that's, that's too down look this is going to be we come up with five sketch ideas slash hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Business concepts. Concepts. Yep. Um, the discovery of fire. Fire. That was a big event in the history of humanity. What about the discovery of water? Good. Yeah. Which do one do you reckon came first? I'm not sure. Well, one <laughs> of them had to stop the fire. Yeah, I reckon it was probably fire. Yeah. And then water. So you think fire was first discovered? Yep. And then water. Uh, yeah. Everyone was really thirsty. Well, because yeah, you would be after eating like because they probably I, don't know, I imagine it was fire then salty meats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> well, first meats and then salt and then salty meats. Yep. And then it was once they they had that kind of like I could really go for something like yeah. Um, like I, I know am my parched. body. Yeah, I'm parched, and I just don't know what is going to fix this yet because they didn't know about that yet. Yeah. Um, they didn't know that parched meant lacking water. Mm, mm. They just knew it was lacking something, and that's the evolution of language. At like the same how time. before we used to we used to just think we were bored. We mm. didn't know that we were lacking 3G on our phones. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was it was a problem looking for a solution. Yeah. And so then Gary Water yep, stumbled across a pond. <laughs> stumbled across a pond. Yeah. And he sat he, down for some salted meat. Yeah, for 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 a big old helping. It was a big it was a it was a and a cup of fire. Yeah, and a, and a delicious <laughs> cup of fire. And um he was both parched and Scalded. Yep. No, scalded is more with water. Isn't with it? water. water no. Yeah. He was both parched and scorched. And scorched. Parched and scorched. Yeah. Which sounds like it could be like a chip flavor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Mm. Barbecue. Barbecued salt. Barbecued salt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And then he drank some water. Yeah. It was pretty great. That guy, he had an eventful... Like, I mean, back in those days, there was not that many... It's just, I think, money... Do you think money's made things easier or harder? Money's a really interesting idea, because money is... It's amazing, isn't it? Money? Money? Yeah. Money just... Because money just represents potential. I mean, money could be anything. Literally anything. And I wonder if there's a if you could if you were good enough you could track the financial transactions from like you know five dollars that we have in our pocket all the way back to uh, you know the very first ever piece of money. We'll be talking about that again next week. With what do you mean, professor like, of moneyology? In, in, in what, University in what way? Track it back, like. Well, is there a chain of financial transactions yeah. that connects the money that we have now mm-hmm. all the way back to the very very first? Money, is that you know? Yeah. Because like, you know, like so DNA like and stuff. You exchanging do, hands. And yeah. Stuff and yeah. Yeah. But that one is really hard to track down because you got to have. You go, it's just hard because you got to find all the receipts. Yeah, there's <laughs> gonna be a lot of paperwork. There's just some of the, even even like a really competent uh, accountant might have trouble. Really competent, really and we're, com- we're talking one of the most competent accountants. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's almost adept. Yeah, he probably he's not. He's competent. He probably but has he's like very, very competent. He probably has like an honors, honors degree. Ultra competent. Ultra competent. Yeah. yeah, and and even he, who it's his job to track down receipts. Yes, or at least put them in an envelope or a fol- Manila folder. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Even he might not be able to go all the way to the beginning of the first transaction <laughs> and follow your five dollars, and but. It's funny because somebody pointed out to me, or maybe some it's somewhere like that. Like when when we talk about like countries having no money and things like that, like like because of this financial crisis yeah. or money problem, like all the money still exists, right? It's just I don't know that it does. I think sometimes money stops existing. No, I don't think so. I think there's a converse, conservation of money. I think there's only ever more money. You're right. Yeah, I take that back. Money increases. But money can't disappear. Yeah. But money can be worth less. 
And when you compare it to money in other countries, you the same amount of money that you if you have the same amount of money in your country, yeah. and you can't use that to pay off debts that you owe to another country which you owe in their currency, yeah. then in relative terms you've got less money, yeah, and you can do less with your money, yeah, because money just represent, represents potential. Oh. I don't know. Right. What about money? Okay. What can we do with money? Okay. Kids, money. Kids. Something to do with kids and money? Kids and money. All right. You gave okay. you give kid money. Kid money. All right. Okay. We're going to give kids money. Okay, wait. No. Kids get a different type of money. Okay. Child money. Child money. Right. All right. Now, you're not allowed to have sex with child money. Okay. <laughs> damn. Okay. That's not what we're going to do. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Child money. Kids economy. Kids economy. Um, okay. Uh, you buy a, buy some lollies. All right. You're a... Uh, um, what about okay, um, a a a guy takes his his kid mm-hmm. to an accountant, yep, right, and complains that his kid doesn't have any money. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Right. Yeah. What happens next? Okay, the guy. Okay, kid completely doesn't have money, and then and then the, does the accountant ask him why not? Or, I don't know, because it's like sort of taking your kid to a doctor or something. Yeah. You know, and saying your kid doesn't have any blood. Yeah. Uh, it could be like an accountant or like a financial planner. Yeah. And he's like, all right, now he's uh, he's got no money. Yeah. Um, what can he do with it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, because he's, look, to be honest, he's a real drain on me at the moment. And yep. I need him to start. And so, and then the financial planner is, because this is his job. It's yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Uh, so get him like, started. Right, like, yeah, yeah. So he's okay. Like, well, do you have any assets? Yeah. And then the kids. Uh, oh, I got a. I got a. I got a rice cups bed, <laughs> and uh, I got an Ernie doll. Yeah, but do you actually own those, or are you just um, are you just you know uh, leasing those from your parents? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm leasing those from. Okay. That's um, mine. Okay, you could sublet that bed. Yeah. Okay, is if if that's in your agreement with your parents, um, you could uh, you could possibly leverage it in some way. Leverage? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. No. No. Kids and money. But how do how do you like Failed concept? How do you use a kid to make money? I mean, I can only think of exploitation. Yeah, but what about somebody who wants to exploit their child? Yeah. I've heard about this child exploitation. Yes, because at the um, moment. How can I, how can I do a bit of that? A wiki how on how to exploit your child. Yeah. Step one, have a child. Yep. Uh, step two, find something that they can do to make money. To make money. I mean, the thing is that they don't have to do much, mm. and they don't even have to do it particularly very well. They can just be a, a cog in a larger machine. Sort of like. You know, rather than like have your own business, you are just connecting two businesses together. So yeah. like, so like you know, you know that this guy's got uh, sand. You yeah. know that this guy uh, wants sand. Yep. You're making the connection together, yep. kid. And so, and then you just take a cut from that transaction. Okay, here's a completely different idea. Yeah, is that all right? <laughs> yes. Free range accountants. Have I said this idea already on the podcast? No, I don't think so. Okay, good. Free range accountants. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, you know how accounts normally will work in a cubicle or something like that. Oh, yeah. Work in an office. Yeah. Okay, this guy, uh, it's the new thing for hipsters, yeah. right? Because they're worried about uh, getting their accounts done by battery accounts. Yep. Working in cubicles. Mm-hmm. Um, I get all my accountants done with uh, with KPMG. And they have this wonderful facility out in the Dandenongs. And all the accountants, they can just roam, okay, yeah. round. They've got, each has got, you know, a couple of square metres of just green pasture. Yeah. And they can, um, they can, uh, they can have breaks, you know, they can, uh, they can spread their uh, the papers. Doc- documentation. Documentation all around. Yeah. Um, They've got really comfortable chairs. and They've they got, yeah, great facilities. Uh, yeah, and then I think it would be beautiful to have some footage of those accountants just sort of spread around. You know, they're sort of scratching at the dirt, but they're also working on their calculators and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they clucking like chickens? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, click. They're clicking. Oh, clicking like ch- chickens. Yeah, clicking. Yeah. Okay, well, look, I'll write that down. Free range, range accountant. accountants. Yep. Um... Hipsters get a hard time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean hipsters. But yeah, no. But like. But you know, status-seeking people. I think we say hipsters, but I'm talking about. Well, everybody seeks status, don't they? Well, it takes us back to the my my thing where I'm trying to be the person who only wants to get an inferior status. Yeah. I want to develop an inferiority complex. Mm. It's like a sporting complex, but it's not as good. It's a it's a big. <laughs> it's like a sporting complex. Yeah. It's a big building. Yep. Uh, and uh, we've yeah we've we've just got offices. We've just rented offices down at the inferiority complex, yeah. a new complex they built, the uh, the inferiority complex. And um, it's actually a tent. <laughs> That's a swag. Yeah. Well, no, swag is kind it's of. It's just like a, a tarpaulin stretched between two trees. Yeah. Um, and we have a patch of dirt at the complex. Yeah. It's not very complex. No. It's really an inferiority simplex, but then yeah. the pun doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so. They didn't call it that. Yeah. Uh, what they all the all the elevators they only go down. They didn't really call it anything. All they seemed to say was get off our property. <laughs> it may not have been a complex. It might just have been a guy's backyard. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. uh, I hadn't thought about it up until now. To be honest, I don't really think. <laughs> all I do is I just build. As soon as I see two, t- I look for two trees and I put my tarp holding up. Put my tarp up. Yeah, tarp up. Yep. And uh, I got twine, and I got tarp. And then I, 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 I bust out a complex. It's yeah. all you need for a complex these days. Yeah. And a complex is a very fluid concept. I make money by uh, robbing the houses that I stay in front of. Of course, they uh, they usually get catch on that it's me that's robbing them. <laughs> uh, and then I move on. As soon as the uh, police is called? Well, usually they tell you they're going to call the police, so you get a chance to get out of there. I'm going to call the police. Well, all right, I'm just going to go then. I've already got your possessions. Mm. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Positions? Oh. Um, yeah. What would you do, Alistair, yep. if you had... If money was no object... Well, okay. Ugh, see, I don't. I don't think I have it planned out because I'm like I, I've. Well, you've got to be planned, Alistair. This well, could happen any day know, now. But, like, Money could you, stop being an object. I've told you that if I'm like I'm, I'm at the level of poorness at the moment where I'm just like, oh, first of all, I get my wisdom teeth taken out. 
And oh, then, yeah. And then I'd buy a new pair of pants. Get myself a nice wisdom tooth extraction. Yeah. And so, um, maybe like a... A new pair of pants. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice, wouldn't it? Something yeah. that doesn't... It's not already browning. <laughs> I mean, like, from dirt and things. You're probably... Do you think that you're more free than someone who has a lot of money? No. But I think someone who had a lot of money... Yeah. I mean, could they be doing this right now? Just sitting around talking about yeah. this? You reckon they could? Well, it's just about having the right attitude with your money. It's like... You got to have that poor person attitude, that like the you know because the problem with a lot of people who have lots of money is that they also want a lot of money, and mm. so once they get it, they kind of want more money. Yeah, right? I think I think unfortunately the attitude that's required to get a lot of money mm. is the kind of attitude that isn't really suited to enjoying the benefits yeah. of having a lot of money. Yeah, because I could really I could do really well with lots of money. Yeah. I mean, like, I live off of less than $20,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. If I had a million or $50 million, yeah. I, I could just lay down a lot. I could spend <laughs> a lot of time laying down. Yeah. Yeah. Horizontal. Yeah, I'd spend, I could spend even more time on Facebook. Yeah. Um, you could really make the most of that. Yeah. That's the problem is that once people... They see the, you know, the, like you said, money's potential, and then they see the potential, and then because there's potential, they feel like they need to fulfill it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't and have to. You don't have to fulfill any potential. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can be quite happy or unhappy, whichever mm-hmm. one you prefer, mm-hmm. um, just, just doing nothing. Yeah. You don't need to do anything with your life. That's a myth. Yeah. It's a myth that people have to I do. I want to see Mythbusters take that one on. Yeah, that you have to bother doing anything. You know, those people who fill, fill fill up their houses with garbage, they're really happy. Or unhappy, whichever one they prefer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'd love to fill up my house with garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The oh, well. only thing that's wrong with that is like cans filled with cockroaches that you see and stuff like that. That's probably the only problem with like that like you get just cans that are sitting there and they just fill up with cockroaches. First you get the cans, <laughs> then you get the cockroaches. Yeah, I think it they, they then have to you be... get probably some sort of like gangrene or some sort of disease because I imagine you're not moving very much. Yeah, Maybe well, you get bed sores. Well, then you get the bed sores. Yeah. <laughs> then you get the women so, yeah, who I'm, come around and try and help you to roll over. you just got to keep it above bed sore level, I think, in terms of like lifestyle. Bed sore level is a low level. Yeah, but and anything above that I think is quite high. It's quite good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's sustainable. I think, yeah, bed sores are a... Um, you're, you're getting lazy to a point where it's preventing you from being lazy. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you've got to start moving about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the... That's the the ceiling mm. it's that the you got to, you you will you will bounce off. Yeah, that's your laziness ceiling. You want to stay it's just a, above that. Yeah, and it's not even a glass ceiling; it's more like a it's sort like of piss stained pl- mattress, yeah, ceiling. or a plywood or something. Yeah, <laughs> like I sort of like it's just it's actually just like the the um, sort of the top part of a of an IKEA desk. It's not really a ceiling. It's just you're kind of because you're sitting on the ground for some reason in, in my mind. 
Okay, how about this for an idea? Okay. <laughs> a guy from NASA yeah. um, is reporting to some sort of commission. Okay. And they ask him how much the uh, the latest mission to Mars <laughs> yeah, has cost. Yeah. And he says, well, the costs were astronomical. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then he laughs to himself. Yeah. Quietly. And then... And then he gets taken away to some sort of an institution. Yeah. Where he just keeps chuckling to himself. Does he get beaten at some point? And then <laughs> it turns out this is... Yeah, maybe he gets beaten, he gets electroshock yeah. therapy and that sort of thing. Yeah. And then eventually he comes back to work. Yeah. Right? And um, so he, ma- he makes it back to work. And uh, and then somebody says, Are you... um?" You're back to work. You've you've had another successful uh, uh, mission to Mars. Um, How do you think it went? And he says, we're really happy with the way the mission went. Uh, We think the results we got were out of this world. And then he chuckles to himself. (laughs) And they take him away. (laughs) They take him away again. (laughs) Because he wasn't cured. Oh, well, no. you know, he's, he he was bound to reoffend. Yeah, yeah. You, you can never be <laughs> sure that yeah, somebody you can never be was sure. re- rehabilitated. Yeah, no matter. <laughs> and they they say, look, we thought he was ready to go back into the scientific community, I'm writing it down, but he's not. And we're starting to wonder if there is a cure for this kind of thing. <laughs> Astrological. <laughs> astronomical, not astrological. Not astrological. The costs are astrological. <laughs> Nomical. Astronomy. Okay, I wonder if that's just that that comes from just naming the skies. Astro. Astro, like yeah. stars and shit. Nomi, nominal. N- nom. Nominal. Nom nom nom. Um, names, naming stars. There you go. Astronomical. Yeah. Hmm. Or, 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 okay, wait. Astro, yep. which is like, um, could be space or turf. Yep. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, and then nom, which yes. is um, name. Right? <laughs> Good. Okay. And then Eichel, which is... Um, uh, the iCal system on Max uh, for uh, the, the calendar. <laughs> Yeah, so on Max is called so iCal. It's it's actually astronomical is when you you set a date to name a star or turf turf. Okay, now what it is? A staro. Okay, so it's ast, which is uh, the yep. end of the word cast. <laughs> Ron. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ron Burgundy <laughs> from Anchorman. Yeah. Ron Burgundy. Om, which yeah. is uh, a, uh, a Hindi? A, yeah, Hindi maybe? prayer. It prayer. Means the beginning of a prayer. Okay. I see. Uh, I w- see. Which is a sort of a, a cute um, text speak way of saying I see something. Yeah, it's to, to actually, it's it's to. And ad- Al, which is Alistair. Yeah. I see so, Al. So that's um, the end of a cast, <laughs> which is usually the part where they, 
take off the cast. Um, so they take off the cast, take the cast off Ron Burgundy. Um, what was the other one? Astro. Then they see. Ron. I see. I see. And then they see me. Oh, Om. The Om, prayer. yeah. And then he starts praying to see me. Have I, have I done a bad thing? <laughs> I don't feel like I have anything to offer to anyone. This is what I'm realizing. The world is full of closers, and I don't close. <laughs> you don't close. I don't even open. I barely know I open. I just don't close. <laughs> Were you born in a tent? <sighs> Which is ridiculous, because being born in a tent, you have to close. Like, it's much more... Like, you've got to zip that up, otherwise mosquitoes will get in, yeah. fucking possums will come and steal your... Muesli bars, yeah. which is amazing to me that possums can smell the muesli inside the muesli bar wrapper, but they can. No, they can, they. They can, yeah. Oh. They they know they know fucking where the food is. They know how to. They know packaging doesn't fool them. Yeah, but how? Like, does that mean like if smell can get out, then anything can get in? Anything. Anything. Like the possums probably don't even have to tear it well, open. The, they probably just no, get in through the pores no, of the plastic. The possums get in. The possums do get in. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, like in terms of germs and stuff. Mm. There's no point having any walls anywhere. Boundaries. Boundaries. What's, What's the, the point? point of boundaries? What's the point? We should all just dissolve into some sort of soup. Yeah, do you think... We should all just be eddy currents in a soup of no, organic matter. No, Andy, don't say that. I mean it. No. I mean it, Alistair. No, we don't. We shouldn't be eddy currents. Yes, we should. No. You're never going to talk Come me down. On, this, is my new po- this is my new thing. This is what that, I think. That you think that we should all be yes. eddy currents in a, yes. in a soup. In a soup of organic matter. Andy. I didn't ask to be born. Yeah, well, did you ask to be an eddy current in a soup? I am now. Ah, oh, well, someone's had a change of mind, eh? <laughs> so, so what makes what you asked for now more important than what you didn't ask for earlier? Who's to say that I was in my right mind? When, you when I made the first, I could have been, I could have been delusional. Well, when you didn't ask for to be born, how do we know that you didn't actually want to be born? If you were delusional, maybe that's what you wanted was to be born. Yeah, but I was delusional. Aster, which is the oh. cinema in in Windsor. Yeah, forget it. I don't want to keep going with that. Aster, NASA scientist. Yeah, I think you've come up with everything. Oh, no, except for the Nan business. That's yeah, a the Nan great business, business is a fucking great business. Oh, man. All right. So here's a... Okay, making a cups of tea for um, for CEOs. That's the new business idea. Yep. All right. And so you just come... You walk you, you walk into business. So you go, sorry, I've just got this for the CEO. <laughs> okay. So this is the guy... <laughs> okay. Who, okay, you know those, those things that, like, deliver sandwiches and yeah. stuff? Mm. Um, to, to important companies and they hand them around or yeah. whatever. I have the idea of a guy who delivers cups of tea. Yeah, in a and like it comes from a factory out in yeah. the Dandenongs or something. They make the cups of tea in the morning yeah. and then they just drive them into the city yeah. all on trays in the back of trucks and they're spilling everywhere. Yeah, and then guys get them, them out and then they go to a distribu- d- distribution centre. They get given to like couriers, bicycle couriers yeah. maybe, who ride around the city holding cups of tea yeah. and bring them into an office. Mm-hmm. It's a new system. It's a new thing that we're well, offering just, it companies. Just, it just centralises the, yeah. uh, the team making rather busy than having... So this is a corporation... Okay, they're trying to employ economies of scale, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So a big corporation like, um, let's see, uh, City Water... No, not City Water. Uh, what's a big one? It's General Electric. Coca-Cola right? Amatel. 
Coca Cola. No, they're no. a beverage one. Okay. That'll confuse BHP. people. Yeah, BHP. Okay, yeah. great. They uh, they try to employ economies of scale with their tea. Yeah. Okay, so they'd get all their tea made at a factory out in the industrial zone near the Dandenongs. Yeah, because the rent is lower there. The rent is lower. Can, yep. Um, they got just a get deal. People who are on like work for the dole schemes. Yep. And stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then they make the tea out there. They put it into cups and then they distribute it to all their offices around Australia. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and no- and because they've developed, they've got so efficient now that they can get a cup of tea to you within probably within a day mm. of you needing that cup of tea. Yeah, it's the just in time oh, system. That's pretty do you want great. the bag left in? Yeah, that's that's the two options that they offer you. Yeah, <laughs> the bag left in, or the bag not left in, or uh, green tea or black tea. Yeah. Oh, what about milk? Are they customizing it to that point, or are they leaving some of those options with the delivery driver? I think one of the great things about the system is that the milk comes from Japan. Yeah. Okay. From and the milk Wagyu is put in, the the milk is put into the bottom of the cups in Japan. Yeah. Okay, and then shipped out here. Uh, so the milk's already in the cups when it gets to us. That's good. So some of the work's already done, and yeah. then we just do the final assembly here in Australia. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. 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 So centralized tea making. Yep. All right. Is yep. this a sketch? Using think? foreign parts. Yeah. Like, yeah. And what about the mugs? Where are they coming from? Um, the mugs are actually made in Australia, so they fly them over to, to Japan. Japan. Oh, yeah. you got to do that. Yeah. Is there any way that you could sort of compress them into a liquid form? The cups. Yeah, so that you... Because they're going to take up a lot of shipping space that way. They are. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh but I guess maybe that's just what you got to do. But um. the cups, <sighs> how can you? Yeah, I don't know about compressing could, them could, into a liquid form. Could maybe? Could maybe you just have like an offshore kind of like livestock trade kind of uh, ship out there with cows that you can just milk and keep? It's still Japan, <laughs> Japanese owned, but it's in international waters, and they just ha- they have like an. They milk uh, the cows directly into the cups. Yeah, and it's a it's sort of like a sea pasture that they have, but it's yeah. like a truck with a that's kind of in a bio uh, setup. <laughs> it's like something from Waterworld. Yeah, yeah. It's a sea pasture. Yeah, sea pasture just for the milk. With um with overfishing of the um the oceans, yeah, particularly around Japan, mm. um a lot of uh, fishermen have had to diversify yeah. and go into aquaculture. Um, yeah, you know, uh, fish farming. But also we do cows now. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this used to be uh, a trawler. Yeah. Uh, but now we have about 1,500 Jersey cows <laughs> on the boat. And, um, you know, actually a lot of um, cow meal mm. contains fish products, I think. Stuff that they well, I mean, it's like, it's like bringing the circle of life closer together. Yeah. So if you could just keep bringing all these ecosystems, like like it's like condensing ecosystems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just have the cows right up, right next to the fish. They're just <laughs> yeah. so you, know? you feed the fish to the cows. Yeah, and then the the level above the cows, there's actually like a like there's like a sort of earthy kind of like composty type thing going on above them, and then or maybe you could have them under the cows. I'm not sure. <laughs> It might make more sense because then the manure falls down. Yeah, well, rather yeah, than no. having to have some sort of system where the cows. Poop, you fetch yeah. it and you take it up above the cows. Yeah, or, but, but there might be good reasons for that. I'm not well, sure. Well, cows are pretty good at eating stuff that's below them. Yeah, grass. Yeah, that's true. So having the gra- putting the grass above the cows. I know, but I'm is bold. For, yeah, that's um, true. But are you picturing some sort of you know uh, the heavens are made from grass? Some sort of um, 
astro turf. Well, I mean, type you could <laughs> situation. Hey, <laughs> I mean, but you could have also a? like a layer of cows above them, with with a layer of dirt as well, which would have grass that grows down as well underneath. Oh, and the cows don't even have to bend down to well, eat. The, the grass hangs at cow mouth level. I mean, if you had cow lights, mouth if level. you had like sort of cow like mouth. Light, lights that shoot upwards, then the wouldn't the grass grow down? I don't know. Whether. Yeah, I think it probably would. Hmm. <laughs> okay, there's something about the the tea. The centralized tea making. Yeah, centralized if economies of scale. Centralized economies of scale making tea for a large corporation. We make the tea. See. My idea at the beginning because it's that. inefficient. It's really inefficient. Sorry, it's really inefficient having everyone make their own cups of tea. Oh yeah, absolutely. Having in a company, like, like a, you know, about one and a half thousand different tea making systems all around mm. the city, the yeah. CBD alone. Like it's a it's a it's a production line mm. approach to tea. Totally. Mm. And you can make it for about two or three cents a mug yeah. of, of tea, <laughs> and it saves time. Yeah, you know the, the the my initial idea with that was just you know a guy who. Walks into big offices and like gets to see the meet the CEO by saying that he's bringing him a cup of tea, and that's just how he meets a bunch of CEOs. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Yeah, I know lots of CEOs." Yeah, and then how does he use that to get ahead? Does he use that to get ahead or not? Uh, he, no. <laughs> and then somebody says, "So how are you using that to get ahead?" Um, get ahead. That would be. That's a bit cynical. Yeah, that's. I just taking advantage. Can't of a guy just be friends with a lot of CEOs? Yeah. I just like CEOs. I'm just happy for their success. No one's really ha- ha- is anybody happy for the success of CEOs? I don't think anyone's like, oh, um, like what was the guy, the Apple guy, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, like I'm really happy for him. I think some people were happy yeah? for Steve Jobs. No, but happy for him or just like happy? Yeah. No, because because he, he he had a quite a journey. He uh, he sort of lost his job at Apple and then came back. Yeah. And then turned the company around. Yeah. And, you know, had his thing of only getting a dollar a year in pay and stuff like that. But what did he, he had, like, other money, though. He had stock options in Apple, yeah. which were worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. And did he die without using them? Um, I think in the end he gave some of that money to charity or something, but I don't know. I don't know. But, what like, um, nobody's, like, I'm not happy for Bill Gates that he did that. That he like that he made lots and lots of money, like you're not happy for him. It's like oh well, I'm glad that happened for you. Like oh, there you go. Things worked out for Bill I Gates, think, didn't they? I think there's a I think there's a sort of there's a cap on being happy for people. Like you're happy for people up till about five hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if I yeah I think even that's a bit high. No, but let's say let's say your brother get, makes five hundred thousand dollars. Do you think you'd be happy for him? To fucking know. Yeah. But if he made like fifty million, you'd be like, <laughs> "Well, there you go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. And then that's that's when you start turning on him, and that's when it becomes really difficult for people to have lots of money because people complain about that. Like, like, oh, it was, life was so much easier when before I was making one point five million a month as a football player. That's yeah. That's. I mean, you don't want people to like you if you say shit like that, though. Mm. Like, if you complain yeah. about how hard it is having lots of money, yeah, you've given up on having friends or having anyone like you who's yeah. poorer than you. Yeah, having... The like, it's a really efficient way to shed poor friends yeah, if think, you complain about 
the consequences of having. I don't know if anyone actually does that though. No, and yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like it was like a thing about like a footballer on Twitter or something like that, saying something like that. Like you know, it was life was easier before he was making four hundred and fifty thousand pounds a month, like playing soccer or football or whatever. And it's like, hmm. Well, I guess you better just buy all your friends from now on because yeah. people are just gonna despise you. How could your family even like you? <laughs> I don't know. Is yeah. it okay for people to just start hating their family? Like, I don't think so. No? That doesn't sound okay. No, I don't. I don't do that. But like, family. Maybe are, I will though. Yeah, you never know. Might be my new thing. Huh. Family. Yeah. I don't feel like I've contributed very much good to this uh, this episode. No. Yeah. It's been good. It's been lovely. We've got it's been okay. fun. Do you think we should wrap it up? Yeah, let's uh let's wrap it up. Okay. Like a um a tortilla. Uh, yeah, like a let's wrap it up like a really well written rhyme. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up like a rapper in an elevator. Let's wrap it up like, like Jay Z in a on an escalator. Okay, so thanks, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 